Okay, Dana, I just want to tell you quickly, uh, for the people listening, that before you hear Kyle, he does mention Bud Friedman. A lot of us do. Bud Friedman is a huge mm-hmm. influence. Yeah. He owns the improv, if you don't know, New York, L.A., uh, and he passed away uh, since we did Kyle a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say quickly, Bud was, you know, I could over talk about it under. I'll just say he was a huge, huge reason. He was like the first Lorne. I think, Dana, you said that. It was a guy that, mm-hmm. you know, if you get in at the improv, Mitzi was at the comedy store. She didn't like me. Bud liked me, got me up. And I had a great run doing all these clubs, working in the LA one. I worked the LA one last week. So a huge thank you and uh, a, a sad day uh, about that. But Bud was was a great, great, and he's great for comedians. I would just say... You know, the same thing like Lauren, Bud loved comedians, loved us. And he was very nice to me. I couldn't get out of the comedy store either, which was sort of a scary, weird place back then. Mm -hmm. And Bud was friendly. He was old fashioned in a way. Uh, As as people know, he had a monocle. He had some sort of weird cadence of talking. I don't know where it came from, but take it outside. How are you? But he gave me great spots and he was very encouraging. And he was somebody... He passed away at 90. He looked 60 when he was 40, but when he was 80, he still looked 60. <laughs> I mean, he, he didn't age for decades. I would see him from time to time. I go, man, he looks exactly the Hello, same. Hello, Dana. Stay out Hello. of the aisles. Stay Hello. out of the He was like this, yeah, with, the, with the monocle and that cadence, he's like this gentleman. Yeah. And <clears throat> just a sense of decorum of like, now we're starting the show. Everybody ready? Yeah. And uh, You know, you don't a see a lot of monocles anymore. I feel like he might be the last guy. Well, I was there when he had, you know, regular glasses. Really? And, yeah, comedian got mad. It was drunk and punched him. He goes, "It doesn't matter. I'll just use this pot." And that's how the mo- I made that up. And no, you I go, "But you never got it fixed." He goes, oh. <laughs> "Yeah, the monocle was only Colonel Clink in Hogan's Heroes going back to the 1960s. He had a monocle, and then Bud. Yeah, but there's no one. No one does a monocle. You know, my f- what is my friend is a comedian in Arizona. Uh, Mike Sterner says. His his friend is J- Japanese optometrist, and every December seventh, he attacks the Pearl Vision Center. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's not my joke, but I liked it. Hey, <laughs> I like anything where it's just so, <laughs> just such out of a nowhere. joke. That's a yeah. good joke. Okay, but Bud, Bud uh, we'll let you listen. God but, man, you. Bud was great. Yeah. Laughed at everybody. A comedian created an amazing legacy that continues to this day with improv. Uh, comedy clubs all over. Yeah, great, great guy, great laugher. And uh, anyway, enjoy our podcast. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Celeste Barber, great, Janet Jackson. Nasty Boys, great song. You like to go to Kids Bop Kids. That's their Sammy Hagar I'd go to. I went to see the Doobie Brothers. I'd probably go again. Good old Whitney Cummings. Yeah. Train and Ario Speedwagon. There's so many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Wow. That is a good, that's a good deal. You got to yeah. visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. What is it? LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. 
Okay, Dana, before I get to Kyle mm-hmm. Dunnigan, I have to tell you, I have to get a plug-in. What? <laughs> I get, I bought this at the gas station. And I used to like this. It says <laughs> mild, right? So I use it. Twice I've been tricked. This is an anti-commercial. <laughs> no, because it's so goddamn spicy. Mm. And what? It, there's mild and there's medium and there's hot. Which mm-hmm. one do you think wouldn't be spicy? Mild. And even when I get it, everyone's like, you're the biggest pussy. Why do you have mild? I go, because I just wanted like the idea of it. I don't really want to burn up. And oh my God, I was, my burrito, I was ripping it apart going, what in here? I'm blaming the burrito is so hot. It's that. (laughs) And I look at the back, it says, you know, jalapeno. I see the word jalapeno. That's all I need to see. That's all I need to see. I go, why, why would it be so hot? And this isn't your fault. You have a lot of free time. But I was so mad last night. And then I (laughs) called Heather and I yelled at her about it. Um, but she Jalula is the best that's mild. Jalula I'll has to be I'll get you hotter. a bottle on the next podcast. No, it can't be anything. It just has to be red food coloring. Well, how about ketchup? Old fashioned. Yeah, that's, okay. that's basically it. If, give get me ketchup some, with three pieces Heinz of an onion in, in it. in that mix, all right? Kyle Dunnigan is one of my really good buddies. Kiel, Don, Kiel Dunnigan. And Kiel. he's a sweetheart. And we, uh, we talk to him because we're talking to more comedians because- when I'm out with these comics, especially ones I like, and they're heavily influenced by SNL, they grew up on it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they love Dana. They like all the people we've been talking to, and they share their stories with me. And some had auditions. Kyle had a big audition for SNL. The seminal audition in 2008, which Bobby one. Moynihan was at, and Nick Kroll, yep. and, and Kyle. His story about his audition process at the time being a brilliant comedian and impressionist, a natural for SNL. And what happens is very dramatic, but he's he's organically very, very funny throughout this this talk. And, and some so, of these talks with these people are just straight up just laughs. You know, we're just talking about SNL. We're talking about yeah. he does impressions, he mixes them, and Dana does them. Mm-hmm. And that, those are the kind, just different type of shows, and that that's what this type of show is. So it's, it's you know, again, just a, a human story about someone trying to get on SNL and what happens. So it's it's kind of riveting, actually. And then like the before, during, and after, like yeah, when you don't get it, what it's like. And uh, we don't have a lot of those because everyone has it. Everyone got it. Yeah, and he landed on his feed. He has a huge YouTube channel. Yeah, with he's so All hysterical. this massive, hysterical, bizarre content. Instagram. So, uh, and he's just a fun guy to have dinner with. Yeah, 100%. Here is Kyle Dunnigan. How's Dana's dump going? Dana was right here. <laughs> huh? Dana was right here, and then he just took off. Da- Dana, we're almost done. Damn, I, I brought a gigantic sombrero, but I left it. You need a hat? No, I don't. It's just for when we do our things. Oh, right. You know, we have... Chuck Barris, you're too young. Gong show. Yeah. Oh, no, I know Chuck Barris, yeah. He would randomly come out with hats and not refer to them. It was, it, I did like that. Oh, break. really? So I was doing that. I saw you in a hat, like a round circle yeah, farmer funny. hat. And I, I was yeah. like, I need that because the sun's really bad. And then I got one. A fucking pineapple picker hat. I can yeah. either spend hours with greasy uh, sunscreen all over, or I can put a giant hat on. Yeah. I prefer the giant hat. Some people go, no, fuck the hat. I'm going to grease it up for hours. I do both. Kyle Dunnigan is our I guest today. I went, you know, I went to a dermatologist, and they looked at a, a thing, and it was. Yeah. Because I thought this looks not great. Are we recording? Yeah, okay. li- light it up. Light it so, up. Let me. I have, I have a dermatologist, dermatologist story. 
So what yeah, happened? Yeah, I think I actually focused the podcast on dermatology. Well, it's a good what, when it's about it's something. It's a good niche. Well, what happened? I, we can so always cut this. I, <laughs> Which means, means we won't cut it. Yeah. yeah. Right, go ahead. Well, I, I just looked at like a little mole spot yeah. and yeah. I was like, that doesn't look good. I went and the guy looked at it and he's like, you're fine. And then this girl came to visit me for like a weekend. I think I told you, David, about mm. this. And it mm -hmm. did not work out. Like yeah. she walked into my well, house. I knew that was coming. But yeah. <laughs> she Aww. walked into my house. No, he always, that's how they always end. <laughs> I had, uh, yeah, it always ends like that. I had this uh, house and uh, she walks up. She goes, do planes always fly over your house? She immediately just had all these well, awful things about already. my house. <laughs> I never noticed the planes. Like, but I'm, now you I'm hear in them. the path. Now I, it's constant. There's just planes around. Anyway, she goes, I don't like the look of that mole. And I was like, I checked it out. I think it's okay. Chew it off, bitch. She's like, yeah. I don't think it's dangerous. I just don't like the look of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just a vanity thing. <laughs> yeah. So I went, but I went back and a different dermatologist was like, that's a problem and cut it out. And it had like, damn, it got caught. It was, if it wasn't for the her, girl was the, the problem. The story, oh, I thought he said, cut the girl out of your life. Well, I was naked yeah, on both. a slab <laughs> and this guy's going around with the eyeglass. He's like 90 or something. Yeah. And he's going around. And he, everything he sees, because I'm covered in stuff, he goes, age, <laughs> age-related. <laughs> and a woman's writing it down, age-related, <laughs> age-related. Yeah, I swear to God, for a half hour. Age. Oh. Should you do anything? Nope, age-related. Sick. Uh, that's like Billy Bob Thorne, age-related. He goes, <laughs> he goes this camera. doesn't look like much, but you might have to remove it. I go, my wiener? And then he took that monocle off. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my my wiener is the, age related. the greatest ch childlike reference to actually, a dick. Actually, Dana, tell him when you went to the masseuse, what'd you say? Oh, I had this masseuse once, and she'd really start digging, and she'd, go, she'd say, give it, give it, give it, yeah. give it, give oh, it. Didn't she go yeah. by your wiener and go, you hungry? No, that was me. That was you. Yeah, no, I went. Irish to, comedians for a hundred. Yeah. Is Dunnigan Irish or British? It's Irish. Irish. I eat her. Yeah, so, so we have I, the same. I went to a, this is like a longer story, but a Tony Robbins wanted me to perform at his birthday party. I had. Yeah. Oh, go ahead and tell the story because why not? All right, this is a great okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. <clears throat> Do so you do I, Tony Robbins? No, I okay. don't. But I tried to get one for the thing. Mm -hmm. But I was excited because, like, I like Tony Robbins. I read like three books yeah. in my life. To awaken Tony the, Robbins. Yeah, yeah, me too. So I was excited. I was nervous because they were paying me more money than I've ever been paid for anything in my life. Seven hundred fifty dollars. No, higher. I turned them down. No, I know you got. You I got won't say what it is, at. but it was more than a no, thousand. I know. Tony <laughs> does not. Tony. It was twenty four thousand dollars more than a thousand. But what do you net? <laughs> it was no, twenty five thousand dollars. That's great. Yeah. It's that's that's wonderful. Well, yeah. So I was very. <laughs> that's excited. an adorable number. <laughs> I know to you guys that's no, so no. We don't get it. He's his money bags here. Think yeah. about where you are and think of who owns this place. No, I know. Now, cooling this house is twenty five thousand dollars. All right, Tony Robbins tried to beat you up. Got okay, you in so a headlock. We'll, we'll let you get through this straight. Hopefully, we probably won't. I was nervous and I thought, hey, Tony would say, "Take care of your, you know, take care of yourself, little buddy." People don't know Tony. He's like nine feet tall. Yeah, he has actually a tumor on his pituitary gland, and it's pumping out um, growth hormones. That's why he's so big. When right, he's, he's, younger, he's grown a, a foot and a half in the Jesus. last 18 months. Yeah, he's been... Yeah. I mean, when he was a kid, they asked if he wanted to take it out, and he was like, no, I want to be enormous. Like, he could have taken it out, he didn't. Oh, wow. Is that true? That's a true story, that, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He is a huge man. Enormous. <laughs> I want to be enormous. He worked. It did, yeah. He <laughs> really worked. stands out. Yeah. He, like, put, I don't know if you see the documentary, but he I puts did. his hand on someone's head, and it's like a giant catcher's mitt just envelops the whole guy's head. Yeah. 
All right, I'm getting to the because um, you a bunch story. of fucking losers. I don't yeah. care. I like hey, the whole you story. You little piece of shit. Yeah, he's a therapist that swears. Yeah, he yells. He's scary. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm getting comfortable. So I was like, I'm gonna go take care of myself and and get a massage. I never do that. So I went to this place, and I don't want a hand job. And I, I know about you're the not one of those thing. happy ending. Yeah. yeah, David's never heard of those. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the. The whole point of going there is to feel better about myself, you know? I don't want to walk. I want to, you know, it. don't want to have, like, have a uh, hand job. So I'm like, what do, how do I look like I don't want a hand job? So I take <laughs> off my baseball call. hat because guys in baseball hats look like they want a hand job. Very suspicious. You know what so I mean? So you take off the cap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not saying David wants a hand job. No, check. I like it. Like he wants so I take that off and I kind of go in jolly, you know? Yeah. Rather Instead than kind of, of like silk, yeah, like serious, like looking around. Slinking in. Yeah. yeah. I need a 15 Embarrassed minute already. Massage. Shame. Yeah. yeah. And she gives me a good back massage. She flips me over. She starts doing a little tickly on the stomach. I'm like, oh, this is like going down a hand job lane, you know? And so um, (laughs) out of nowhere, she taps my penis. Mm -hmm. And she goes, you hungry? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, I just The better question is, is she hungry? She seemed hungry. Okay, got it. I didn't ask her, but you know. This is important for our listeners. (laughs) She looked... Like famished. Yeah. So I said, someone's no. the meal and someone's the yes. consumer of the meal. Yes, yes. She was drooling. Then <laughs> she tapped my penis again harder, like four more times. She was like, Ooh. no, you hungry? Am I breaking your mic? And I go, oh, no, thank you. Thank you. And she goes, oh, girlfriend? And I go, <laughs> no. And she goes, wife? And I go, no. I know where this one's heading to. Yeah. And she goes, oh. <laughs> That's it. She thinks you're on the other team. Yeah. Yeah. So I walked out there feeling great. I go to the Tony Robbins thing, (laughs) and they beforehand they did a Zoom call with me. You know where they go. This is what Tony wants, and he wants me to do Biden on a big screen. No one sees me. They just see Biden. But he's going to introduce me as the President of the United States is here, and I was a little worried because he. That could happen. He could zoom in the present. He's met all the presidents. So I said to them, "I'm a little worried they're going to be disappointed when they see me." And they were just like, this is what 20 wants. This is a cult. You don't tell what, this is what we do. <laughs> yeah. So, I, did, I did the same kind of gig. Brother. You, yeah. I want to hear about I want to hear yours. Because though. I'm sure yours is better than. No, mine. everything is ringing true to me. Okay. But, but I love Tony Robbins. Tell yeah. when they play, yeah. they play like a videotape before. Yes. So, well, it was actually two things. A montage, right? Yeah. I'm making this story way too long, but no, there was like not on fly, right? D, no, right? We go DS? forever here. I googled Tony Robbins' birthday on YouTube. I don't, I don't think I told you this. Research and he his last birthday was this big extravaganza with all these stars, just like Tony, you're the best. He's bawling, crying. His wife's like, "I love you, honey." It was like his 60th or something <laughs> like that, you know. So I felt even more pressure. Mm-hmm. Like this is the next birthday. Oh, yeah. So. Um, I get there and he's like, thanks for doing this, you little hunk of crap. And he whacks me on the back and everybody's <laughs> super jazzed up, but they've been up since like five in the morning, oh, yeah. you know, swimming with he sharks. going. So this is a lot of corporate gigs where they beat them to death and they go, here's your entertainment. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, raw, raw, yeah, go, yeah. We, we can win. They have yeah. dancers come out. You probably saw this. Mm. After every speaker, was, like, they come like, bop, 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 Mine was on Zoom. Mine was on Zoom. Oh, yeah. see, that was smart. Well, I was there. I flew down to West uh, Palm Beach. He wanted me to fly undisclosed there. location. Yeah. So anyway, so what? What? How does this? Right, what so, happens? Yeah, get to the end of the story. No, you so, know, I, want, I, <laughs> no, I, no. I could do Tony Robbins for the first half hour, yeah. and then we'll do McCartney for the second half hour. He's at a trampoline, and I jumped on that beforehand, yes. trying to get pumped up. Mm-hmm. And um, 
so the guy before me was uh, the, the Secretary of Defense, former Secretary of Defense, uh, Larry Sumners, and he just talked like this. He went over an hour and a half. An economist, yeah. It's like midnight now. Yeah. And uh, Tony goes, <laughs> are you ready for the surprise of your life? And they're like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, have I ever disappointed you? And they're like, no, you would never disappoint us. And then he goes, <laughs> it's all true. And, then, and then someone goes like, blah, blah, there's a pause. He'd forgot to play the package they made, this minute package video of, of the, him with presidents. Oh, okay. So now that plays, we're like, okay. Mm-hmm. No, he goes, yeah, the president of the United States, they go nuts. Then they play the package. Then he reintroduces me because he introduced me before he did it wrong. But right. now it really feels like. For sure, the president. Because he's in the video, they said he's shaking hands with Obama. And he's yeah. Shaking so hands. they really Clinton. think Biden's coming up. Oh, they 100%. Oh, and you're There's coming. no okay. way he would fuck us over yeah. and have some asshole yeah. playing by. Exactly. Right. So I'm sitting backstage like, oh, no. It's the nightmare I imagined. <laughs> so then I pop up on the screen, and you hear this audible, uh, from the audience. <laughs> And I'm like, hey, it's Tony Baloney's birthday. Hey, pretty good guy. Come on, man. Just a good guy. Like, corn and pop. I'm dying. Corn pop. And just death. Tony nothing. Baloney. Really? God, I'm that's so unusual. They're nothing from them. Because they're angry. Yeah, and I think they don't even know if it's a joke and they're just staring. And I'm in my head, I'm going, this is my this is the funniest thing. And I've got another 25 minutes. You know when you're, <laughs> you're done like, with your, your best bit? bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're like, this is just going to get worse. And are you in a suit and tie just at a regular mile? Oh, that's a whole other oh, thing. Okay. I went shopping. You know, you're nervous. You shop oh, for a new Oh, before or after outfit. the masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go after. You know what I mean? So I bought these new shoes. They were both left feet. So I couldn't even use it. So I, had, <laughs> I had dirty shoes. What? Who does that? I, I'm making this story. I'm telling you 10%. This is going to be a disaster. bonus. Uh, Podcast, yeah. probably. If you want, yeah, this go to the Robert, Patreon. I think it's his own podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then I got a shirt. So I looked, it was a black button and I looked like a magician. Yeah. Um, and, I th- and I made a joke about that. You have clown shoes on and a misfit. <laughs> I, I didn't, I wore my dirty shoes. Oh. And because um, I, I couldn't fit into those two left feet. They go, I like uh, when the magician made all the laughter disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird because the screen goes up and now I have to introduce myself. And yeah, here's a surprise for Tony Kyle. Not oh, yeah. This is very normal. They're like, this guy's still uh, going? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I walk out and they jump up and they're like, yay, because they're all taught yeah. to train seals. Oh, yeah, the energy. And yeah. then back to like, we hate you. Sit back down. This is very normal for <laughs> back to we hate you. Yeah. yeah. And I go, I, I said something about like, I know I look, looks like I'm about to do magic. I promise I'm not. And they're like, we don't have to see magic. Where's the entertainment? Yeah, they don't, they don't yeah. get any, any sarcasm or irony. No. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like the opposite because it's all about positivity. And yeah. then I, you know, stand up still cutting. And I'm halfway through jokes going, don't tell the rest of this joke. Mm-hmm. I, I, I told a joke. I go, um, I dated this girl. She was too young for me. She was 19 years younger. Don't judge. I was in college. That's when you experiment. And they go, oh, wait, that means she was like that makes three. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, that's a tough and opener. I like, no, I didn't. Yeah. Such I didn't a good know. one. That's I didn't, a, I didn't if that boss. You just go into Bill Maher or something, yeah. right? What's your, what's okay, your, your fail safe? Like DEFCON 5. Did, what bit is just you ever never bought? That situation where you jump to maybe this will yes, work now. To your surefires. Yeah, but nothing's working. In your so. head, you have nothing. <laughs> yeah. You're, but you're skipping you're, chunks, and then you're like, I, I won't know. have enough and then you're, yeah. yeah. And you're speeding through. Yeah, done it. Half <sighs> this, and then the clock's Sickening. like going backwards. And I'm like on the piano at one point. 
and then people, I have like pictures. I'll, I, if you want to, I don't know if you have a website I could put up. Uh, anyway, um, we have nothing. It doesn't matter. We don't really but, good uh, at social media. We barely have audio. Yeah. I think. Oh, I, and then I just got Wi-Fi. <laughs> 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 I get off, and I was supposed to sing "Happy Birthday" to Tony as as Caitlyn Jenner, right? So there's a wig. I'm back <laughs> on the where the laptop is, where I'm projected like a face swap, okay. and I see the wig there, and go for in the my, wig. No, no, I say I can't. I need to walk out of here with something. I can't walk out of here with a woman's wig on, <laughs> so I leave it there. And not crush. Yeah. Yeah. And I just go sincere. I'm like, hey guys, it's Tony's birthday. How about a happy birthday? I was supposed to be like, happy birthday to Tony, baby. Yeah. And do some, <laughs> but he's got a big old cock. Yeah. But I bailed on that and I just did a sincere <laughs> happy birthday. And they just turned to their leader and they're like, happy birthday. And I use that to sneak out and I'm grabbing my stuff. And so he thought I was off stage, but I was under the desk. And he goes, did you guys have a day you'll never forget? And they were like, yeah. And then he goes, this is a night I'd like to forget. No. He was talking about me. Way. I've ne have you ever heard Tony Robbins say a negative thing oh in your life about anyone? No. And he said about me. That's that's weird. It was rough. Uh, that's weird. That is weird. Wild <laughs> stuff. We'll be right back um, with this show. Well, yeah. From our sponsors. Yeah, I was just on a Zoom real quickly, and he was just super enthusiastic, and there were just all these flashing pictures of people all over the world, yeah. and he would go, I would do a bit, like he didn't like Fauci, so I was like, you don't need a vaccine, it'll solve everything, all yeah, that yeah. stuff, and he goes, give it up for Dana Carvey, so I'm just in my little room, my wife's cooking dinner downstairs, and he's going like this, and it went on for two minutes, so I started dancing in my room, and just, wow, just for one landed joke, Yeah, wow. it was during the pandemic, obviously. How but, much time did you have to do? Um, I think it was supposed to be 45. I think it yeah. ended up being 35 and they were okay. fine with it. Yeah, David, yeah. do you have a Tony Robbins gig story? <laughs> I, ha Just you know, I did get a call about a Tony Robbins gig. Oh, you what? I got a call about one recently. Are you being serious? I yeah. swear to God. Yeah. Cause I turned them down. I think what happens is you, they do these oh, gigs. Did? Yeah. I was too busy. Go ahead. David. Can't I throw that? Well, well. Dana, you already did it though. You were number two. Dan they no, asked but then Dana, they then wanted they me you, back. In, that? They wanted me back in person. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was really, really busy with something, and they only told me five days before. So I said, you know, there was nothing that was going to stop me to get twenty five thousand oh, dollars. This was yeah. could have been for. To I would like that money now that my four hundred one k is seventy percent down. Yeah, I, because of. Uh, uh, I I think I know. Because of you sign. Or no. DocuSign, yes. The stock yeah. market's been It bad. went down over 100%. What? I actually owe money. It's negative 28%. You <laughs> no, it's, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, David? You guys are fine. I like when you both do Biden. It's funny talking to each other. Well, I just oh, end man. with Pirates of the Caribbean. I love yours, yeah. your stuff. It's good. I, oh, we, you, have, we have like different Bidens, which is... Which is yeah. The, the latest one, did you do the whisper yell? Because that's what happened yeah, after Afghanistan. I was like, yeah, I was like, come on, man. This guy gets this guy, uh, uh, Vladimir Poontang. Not, not Poontang. <laughs> yeah. The guy. He's a bad dude. And then it's like, yeah, it's like a lower, like a mumble. He does. Like, uh, but he, my dad used to do this where he'd, he'd patronize Whisper. Like, I know better than you oh, do. Oh, yeah. Because I know a lot better. And I know how to do it. You know, yeah. a, but your Biden's amazing. Yeah, he does. Come on. Yeah, he does that. And you me. do everything. I mean, you just went at him early. Because now the New York Times is attacking Biden. Saying he yeah. makes up stories and bumbling. Back in those days, it was a hot oven, but your thing was yeah, always, always just edgy and funny. And Kyle on it, YouTube is all, and Instagram is always something that's yeah, ahead of the game. Yeah, you just go anywhere you felt like going. 
Even when you I, do Caitlyn Jenner, you get uh, yeah. you get. You always wonder: do these Kardashians even are they even aware? Or I had you I never I, know. They fa- I found a video that they made because I did a video where they were like, "We're mad at you." The whole thing was just like, "We're mad at you." Yeah, <laughs> they're all mad at you. <laughs> and then the, Chloe did a video going, "We're mad at you." And, oh, really? And they did it. So they saw it. that one. I don't know if they saw the other ones though. I think. Um, yeah, maybe well, just that well, one. Should because... we talk about one that you thought might tweak them? Because um, you're always going for the laugh. You don't seem like you're waving any political party or any point of view other than yeah. what's funny. Yeah, that's yeah. all I, I'm trying to do. You do Biden, the fresh, yeah. fresh Prince of DC, right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to finish one up now. They take forever. And I go dark. So, you know, with making money on the, the internet, you've got to keep cranking stuff out. And, you know, sketch is really yeah. hard to crank out. Yeah. I mean, SNL's, they got. 30 writers or something, and then... Oh, no, a one-man band, what you're doing, I don't know. When you're doing it in the house, and you got green screens and face swap and all these computer things, and you have graphics. And then I edit, and then it's like... Like, I'll be like, oh, I I need tape to tape down this wig, so then I go to the store, I gotta get the tape for the wig, and that's a half hour. (laughs) Then I'm like, oh, wait, I need a tie. Then I go to, like, the Goodwill, and I get a tie. And then I'll shoot for an hour. I'm like, oh, my ear was sticking out. I got to reshoot that for an hour. Some days I'm helping like, you? so much work. <laughs> I, I know some people could help you. Well, I need to find I need to find a way to get money that I could pay people because that's that would be great. Well, you're okay. <laughs> well, it's Kyle Dunnigan's you uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Well, listeners, no go check it out. More talent. It's tougher to make. There's just some ways it's hard to make money no matter how good you are. It's just hard to get on YouTube and that shit. It's hard to crank out sketch. Like they do, SNL's got, there's probably two sketches a week that are. Well, they write about 50, 55 in 24 hours. And two are good, and they take two weeks off every two weeks. Yeah. It's just like it's like yeah. baseball. You know, you well, some, mostly you strike oh, sometimes out. Sometimes three, Kyle. Oh, was it three? <laughs> <laughs> no, <it was> Lauren <laughs> yeah. visited the podcast. We <laughs> would do two, and then a week off, and then three, and then a week off, then around Christmas, two weeks off. And then, but yeah, you're right, a chunks. huge staff churning stuff out, and it's a numbers game. You know? Yeah, so I'll like do a few in a row, and I'll watch it grow, and then I'll stop. I'll need to like take a break for like a month or a couple weeks. And it'll just, I'll drop 40% on my next video. So it's like, that's, I'm trying to figure out how to do the business side. So now this next fresh pressing is more like a short film. I'm going to release it like, and maybe have people pay like so two bucks for it or something. the Will Smith show. Yeah. yeah. He's done a bunch is, of those. I know, I've seen yeah, them just for the audience. He's kind of rapping as Biden and, yeah. and, and, and running, running around, around and then insanity ensues. Yeah, and there's like sitcom laughs around fall it. Up the stairs. Yeah. Looking to save on delivery? DashPash from DoorDash is your door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. DashPass is an exclusive membership with DoorDash that gets you unlimited $0 delivery fees on eligible orders and members-only deals and discounts. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, grocery from across town, or anything in between, DashPass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. With $0 delivery fees and lower service fees on eligible orders, DashPass makes it easy to save at restaurants, grocery stores, and all your local favorites on DoorDash. DashPass pays for itself in two orders on average. Plus, DashPass gives you special access to exclusive promotions and menu items, all for $9.99 a month. Get more from delivery for less with DashPass. $0 delivery fees and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. 
Well, also, per- people that are listening should know Kyle is a comedian. Mm-hmm. Been doing it forever. He up for five Emmys. Wrote for the ins- was it Inside Amy Schumer mm-hmm. and won an Emmy for Girl it? You Don't Need Makeup, makeup. which I listened to today. Mm-hmm. What was that? Girl, you don't, don't need makeup. Was it on Perfect Amy show? when you wake up? Yeah, it was on the Schumer <laughs> show. My mom has that. I brought her the Emmys. She's very excited. Okay, we'll come back to Amy mom. Schumer show. Uh, Sarah Silverman, did you write for that show? I did actually. That was a show I was writing, and then I had. Uh, I was like, I have to get out of here it was a great job but i just felt like i was writing too much for other people and i wanted to you know perform sure. and so i started making I, I actually during that writing thing i figured out how to um do the face swaps so it was a facetime call so they could talk to each other and that was like right. a big, big um, moment. i just like i was doing imitations of the writers in the room and they liked it then i started doing it online that's kind of what what um, year blew was that, that? Up. how long have you been doing uh, 2016 or 16, 17. And yeah. so, okay. Well, early on, tell us when you, you probably were into SNL because all we all were. Yeah. And, um, but you did, did you finally get an audition or was it one or was it, you were trying to get an audition? Like uh, everyone? Yeah, I didn't know what to do. Yeah, big fan of SNL. Dana's been a huge influence. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Uh, but we don't, um, we don't we, talk I don't want to. Yeah, well, maybe we can talk Dave, about just a little. We bit. can talk a little I mean, bit. I don't, uh, Three sentences. I'll, I'll, I'll comment, David, though, because uh, I was an extra on oh, SNL right. when I was. There? This is the worst. No, story. you had left like the year before, and being. Okay. Let me just go back, but 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 David. Oh, we're gonna dog ear that one. Yeah. Yeah, David. Um, fucked you. You over. could see in the monitors what was going on in rehearsal, and you could mm-hmm. hear it. And I yeah. was like, "Oh, David's the funniest one." Because he, oh, was, he, he was, was so, and yeah, I don't remember what you're doing, yeah. but you were doing. And then when an air show came, he would freeze up a little bit. <laughs> 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 he was funny. Yeah. David was the, always the funniest So one. funny. But like, very, fake, very low But rehearsal mm-hmm. show you, yeah. I mean, rehearsal, I didn't know back then, they were probably taping him, but you're just bullshitting with your friends saying, by yeah. the way, anything, mm-hmm. forgetting yeah. you're on camera. But when Kyle was there, yeah. we were doing, happened to be, one of my favorite ones ever, which was the Gap Girls. Lay off, oh, I'm starving. Lay off, I'm starving. And Kyle, not only was he there, he was a uh, extra. Ooh. And they put him in the Gap Girls sketch, and oh. they put him in a primo spot behind us. I was really so excited you were just about on that. camera with no lines throughout the sketch. Yeah, and I'm just right next to Chris Farley. I'm like, this is probably my big break. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's <laughs> not sure. So but... we're about to go out, and David comes over. He's like, uh, yeah, this is my friend. Oh my whoever God, was Rick. This, uh, my buddy was visiting from Arizona, and I'd never you done guys this are flip-flopping. ever. Yeah. And I fucking go, <laughs> he can me. he be in this? They go, yeah. And I go, Rick, why don't yeah. you sit here? And they pulled Kyle out. Yeah, well, they they flip me, so like, oh, we'll get you the back of your head, Kyle, <laughs> and uh, my friend will get the. Uh, oh. And then he became famous off that. He he got a deal off that extra work. Can I ask a question about this? So like, when sickening. just for a second, because I don't know that that part of you. Like, when did you start being a comedian? Um, what, you know, trying to be professional. Did you go? Was your first stand up at eighteen, or were you doing little shows for your parents when you were ten? Or we have all different. When I was here. younger, I I didn't. Uh, I remember being laughed at, but not like me trying to be funny, but like humiliating things. <laughs> Just in school? Yeah. Yeah. And even my very first memory, 
was my whole family laughing. I mean, my my <laughs> grandmother was like, First I was like, what's this, Nana? And it was a placemat. We got like a choo-choo place. And she goes, oh, you eat on that. And my little brain was like, eat on it. Didn't make sense, but eat it made sense. Mm-hmm. Like, on I was like, that. I think I'd skip that little word. Mm-hmm. So I just started eating it, and I came in. I was trying to eat that, and this my first memories. Everyone like, ha ha ha, and then I got to what school. What an idiot! Yeah, and people would laugh at me, but I wasn't trying to be funny. I was little. I think we we're like three little guys, right? Yeah, three of us were like little what guys. What was your height and weight when you entered high school? Uh, <laughs> I know all I know is the tiniest, except for my friend Michael, was like a half inch, and I loved because when they'd line you up, it was yeah. like Michael year on the end. I would, but I was always number two. But I remember they had superlatives where they go, you know, best looking, most likely to succeed, and the popular girls come up to me, and they never talk to me, and they were like, we decided you're the funniest. Whoa. Like, what year, grade okay. was that? I guess it was high? like eighth grade. Oh, okay. I was like twelve years old. Big so time. before school, you, you know, what I say to that, lobby. I go, "You hungry?" And they go, "What?" <laughs> and I go, "You go, it's early. I'm going to ask you again." Like, but I didn't really know or, or think I was funny. And then the lobby of the before you go into school, there's like a lobby, and everyone hangs out there. Oh, it's ter- big, terrifying. Yeah, junior high. Right, right. Yeah. And this big, the big bully Scott Chapman comes up to me, pushes me, and he goes, "You're not." funny because word got out that I was going to be the funniest and he wanted to be the funny guy and I was like yeah okay I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't think you're right beat the funny out of yeah. you yeah and he goes I'm funnier than you now everyone starts gathering around us like there's going to be <laughs> some funny of, fight a funny, funny fight off? yeah yeah <laughs> it's an eight miles so yeah. what does he say <laughs> I backed it I was like you are like I, <laughs> I totally agree over. this is hilarious what you're doing so then <laughs> I got voted class clown I got upset about it because um, clown it kind of isn't me. the same it's not good, especially yeah. when you're 12 and you want to be liked by girls. And it was yeah. like the popular girls. I was like, oh, they look at me like I'm this like clown. So I have a, my friend was really sweet and he was intending to do something nice, but he went to the principal or whatever and was like, Kyle's upset of the clown <laughs> called the clown. So they changed it to best person. <laughs> they changed it to best personality. <laughs> really? <laughs> Don't shrink yeah. down. Don't he shrinking down in his well, chair? They He's changed a- it. Uh, did you did it. you uh, did your gift for mimicry emerge at that time? Could you do the PE coach, or were you doing? You know? Yeah, that actually got me attention from girls. I did Mike. I did Michael Jackson. This girl I really liked would be like do Michael Jackson, so I'd just oh, dance God. like a monkey. Then one time she crossed it off her shoe. Michael Jackson. I got hurt personally. Like we broke up, but but you, did wait, you do you, the voice or just do you a would dance? dance? I do the the voice and the dance. I remember this is a hacky impression now, but I saw one of my first impressions. I saw Christopher Walken at our local tiny grocery store, Western Connecticut, tiny little thing. I'd never seen a famous person before, you know, so I was following him around like a creep. <laughs> you know the thing when you go to yeah. a grocery store and you're like, oh, I just want to get like some batteries, but then you start going, oh, I need that, I need yeah. that. So he had this whole pile of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and right before he got to the front, he just like jangled it all over the floor. And he goes, oh, no, my cottage cheese. And the lady was like, it's fine. And he's like, no, no. You you get quiet and be like, I'm sorry. He got really loud. And that like bug got in my head. I was like, I think um, one of the first impressions I did. But I did impressions. But then I started doing stand-up when I got out uh, to try to make money because there just was no money in out sketch. Out of high school? Out of, out of the world of school, out of college and yeah. stuff. And yeah, okay, so early 20s, business. you start doing stand-up. Yeah, and my you know managers were like, don't do impressions and guitar. So <laughs> everything that I do well, they I didn't do for 20 years <laughs> until couldn't. I found Facebook. They told me not to do that either. Yeah. yeah don't a, do impressions. Don't, don't do the church lady. What bad advice oh, that, yeah. that we got. Yeah. 
later you go, what the fuck do you know? But, yeah, it was really, so then what was mm -hmm. your, like those years you, you got on, it shows pretty quickly, like Cedric the Entertainer, you were a sketch player. That was Yeah, that was, um, I thought that was like a big break because I was kind of a hit sketch show and I joined mid-season because like, we need a white guy to pick on. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> before we would do the shows, like a funny little thing, they would do a prayer circle and Cedric, you know, is very religious, and uh, he's holding hands with two Jewish, you know, producers, and we're just sitting around. I would just stare at the Jewish producers because they'd have to be there, like, pray, please, Jesus, help these <laughs> setups land our punchlines, and we'd be all pr praying for Jesus. And there was really only like a couple of people who believed in Jesus, but that was Those before. Are, we're awkward. are you just prayer circles awkward. are awkward? I'm not religious, no. Okay. Yeah. No. Do you have any um, affiliation with a political party? Uh, no. How do you spell your last religion. name, Mr. <laughs> Dunnigan? <laughs> uh, wait, I want to get to some impressions too, but also, oh wait, when did you do cruise ships? Because my buddy does cruise ships and he said they're tough. My friend was like, don't do it, it'll be really bad. And I was like, well, how could money. that be bad? You know, how could vacation. <laughs> how, how could that be bad? Mm -hmm. So I go oh, there and- Cruise ships. Uh. Three shows a night, and it's a free show, so everyone goes to the show, because it's free, they already paid for mm -hmm. it. And I'm bombing so hard, it's mostly wheelchairs. It was a very old cruise. <laughs> you hear people leaving these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the walkers after that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you buy WD forty, and I got. <laughs> we love when David does. I know he does great. He does great sound effects. <laughs> WD forty gets underplayed in the world. It's out there though. Yeah, I but I was famous for being terrible on the yeah. ship, so I just hid in my. And room. then you go and you're looking over the Lido deck, and it's like that guy sucked. Are you the yeah. guy that's horrible? So would, yeah, so you bombed the uh, first night. No, I bombed every night. No, nothing. <laughs> three times a night. Three times a night where it was just this awful. And then one time they make you after the show say goodbye to everybody. So you bomb and you got to be like, thank you for coming. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I see this woman. Good game. Good hovering, game. You know, yeah. around me. And I'm oh. like, oh, here's a fan. That's what we'll have to deal with this. This is nice. And she goes, I have to tell you, you look exactly like my dead son. My son just died a month ago. They were going to cancel this trip and they really already bought the tickets and the dad won't look at me. There. Apparently I look amazingly and sound like her son who just died. So I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then I keep running into her because the ship's not that big. <laughs> like at, you know? the, at the so buffet, by the everywhere. pool. <laughs> and, and then I, I went to one bar and I'm like, oh God, there she is again. And she's got her, the rest of her family. And it was like, there he is. And the, everyone's there like, oh there my he God. Is. They're like, oh she They're confused you dying on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you both died. She was, that's once amazing. you died on stage, I was like, no, that's him. <laughs> and then she asked me to go rock climbing and trying to be the sun again? Yeah. Wow. And I can't say no to her. Oh so now I'm rock climbing and she's staring at me. She starts calling me. you Dave Mama. Michael or something. Yeah. She was sort she was sort of having this thing wow. with me and I, I had had to do it. And I could tell I wasn't it's a good sitcom. <laughs> as good as her son. She was like, just climb up. Look, you're not acting. <laughs> you're good at this. Yeah. So like, she's ordering you around like a mom to a son. Yeah. yeah. Just climb up. Yeah. Yeah. And just and so I'm you do what she's up terrified. <laughs> and her son, I'm sure, was like, "Bing bing." You're the worst yeah. fake son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my. Uh, oh boy. That was the week that Obama was. Uh, Obama. Or not Obama. The that uh, Bin Laden was. Uh, <laughs> is that Obama? <laughs> that was my Bin Laden. My Obama's not like this. That's, that's what you do. My mom I mean, you, points you're... like Obama. You know, not Obama. Um, 
So then, when did you, how did you become a genius? <laughs> are, they, are they two different people? I don't know. <laughs> Points like like know. Obama. I meant to say Bin Laden. Oh. There might be something racist in there, but like I kept saying Obama and Bin Laden. But um, yeah, she just points like Obama a terrorist is saying their blood will run in the streets. My mother's yeah. finger gets right in you know, your yeah. face like that. Your mom's in mm. your bit sometimes. Yeah, she's really good, actually. Do you tell her what to do or no? Yeah, I actually surprise her because once she knows she's acting, it's over. We have to... <laughs> it's okay. She'll come yeah, yeah. on stage? No, no we oh, film I make stuff videos, at home. Oh, you do videos? And I'll just, your mom? when she's doing dishes, I'll be like, hey, mom, let's, I'll just start doing something. That is... And she has to good. improv it? She, That's Craig. She's good, yeah. Craig. Yeah, I do Craig Which to my mom. Which is hysterical. Craig's hysterical. Thank you. Yeah. All right, we'll talk about... You know what's... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you didn't get to your SNL audition. Oh, well, yes, yes, Well, yes, we yes, want yes. to get to that. We're just creeping up to like, how many years of stand-up and, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. and then when do you try out for SNL? Oh, yes. And the first time I did stand-up actually was in high school. It was 20 minutes before. My friends were like, you should do stand-up. And I was like, okay, because I just did what people told me. And I wrote a set <laughs> in 20 minutes, and the set was 20 minutes. So I don't know what. That must have been very first bad. First time usually crushes. What's that? First time usually crushes. And it's it the best did one. pretty good because mm -hmm. I was doing teachers and stuff like that. But I got suspended. Halfway through it. <laughs> Everything could go wrong. wrong going going oh, oh. <laughs> well, yeah. so, it's so funny, though. Yeah, right? but the, uh, halfway through, the host, this girl, was like, um, you, have to, um, uh, you, you have to stop uh, saying something about, oh, you can't say penis or Miss Ola's going to suspend you, was the thing. And then they were all quiet, like, what happened? And I was like, I'm not allowed to say penis anymore. And then I started going, like, Mike killed boss. And then I started doing other names. It was... Then they took me off stage. Anyway. <laughs> they took you away. Yeah, they took me away okay. in, in a jacket. Um, but well, I start, yeah. But I like when you bump with the microphone with your chin while you're talking and you hug it like this. He's hugging it. He's bumping oh. it. He's playing. So when did Ladies you start crushing and get the notion, I want to, and I'm highly qualified to be on Saturday Night Live? Uh, I always wanted, like, like watching you and stuff, I... Not that I felt like I'd be as good as you, but I thought like I can do You're that better. kind of thing. That's like up in my wheelhouse. Yeah. So I really want to do it and I love the show. You actually almost stopped me from getting uh from losing my virginity. You it I didn't happen, but you almost I was coming home from a party <laughs> and uh mm -hmm. this woman who was this girl, she's like twenty one, was in my Spanish class and she's on a balcony and she goes, Kyle Dunnigan, get up here. <laughs> She's yeah. hammered. And like we immediately had, she's decided we're having sex. I don't remember what happened in between. But then I was like, but I, I almost didn't go up because I was like, I want to go back and see Dana Carvey because SNL was starting. And I almost, Ooh. but I, I wish I had because I, I didn't think I got AIDS from this woman. I knew I got AIDS from this woman. Like I, it was back when, if you just had unprotected sex, you got AIDS. Right. It right. right when it started, so everyone thought. AIDS. Yeah. yeah. It's everyone's going to get it. So I wish I had me just, on the show. I That's did, and I wish I hadn't. I got was, AIDS yeah. from watching Dana once. Yeah, so yeah. So either way, you're I had yeah, that you can't, on can't win. Fauci <laughs> got me, took care of me. We give you a shot. You give me a camera. <laughs> <laughs> the boosters. So you do it accurately. I just punt sometimes. He does I just decide how I want him to sound and hope people He does quieter Fauci. I'm a Dana Curry He's more derivative. You're, you had us crying, laughing, talking about um, Mickey Rooney. Yep. Um, Mickey Rooney. I, I heard you do it before, but I know it's a true story. <laughs> word for word. Yeah. What, you worked with him on a play? No, a, a TV show, uh, One of the Boys in 1981. Oh, yes. I was cast out of nowhere. I was just a young stand up 
Fred Silverman, the head of NBC. That's Mickey Rooney's grandson. Then I'm on a 747 with Nathan Lane. He was going. That's right. He was and your so brother. so we became friends. And then we met Mickey, who had a 38 revolver. And mm-hmm. literally at least once an hour, I was the number one star in the world. You hear me? Bang. The world. <laughs> anyway. And that, then he, yeah. He's yeah, not kissing he you. Say, he's like pulling something. Yeah, he would say things like... Uh, he needed money, and he would, he would yeah. just dying laughing. Judy Garland never owned a car. <laughs> it was non sequitur. Yeah, yeah, Why, yeah. Mickey? Because they pumped her so full of drugs, they killed her. <laughs> and then he would just look off into space. Yeah. Yeah. I asked him for money. and Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis, he'd be there studying you, studying you. He's getting right up in my face. He's about yeah. four foot ten. He's, he's going like this, right to my face. Joe Lewis, yeah. he's slam, bam, Joe Lewis. <laughs> Fire plug will take you out. He referred to himself as a fire plug. Anyway, that, that's another podcast entirely. But um, when I first met you, it was kind of interesting. I had dinner with you because David's very social and I'm a homebody. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know what you did. I just thought you were funny and a really nice guy. And then I went home and looked you up and went, my God, this is my brother from another mother. I mean, I'm, I mean it's an honor you know, that you think that. That's, that's well, awesome. it's the evidence is on YouTube. <laughs> Watch it. It's like extraordinary acidy stuff. The Stallone doing the way you do Stallone now, as uh, a, yeah. it's like a character as well. There's a sweetness to him, kind of. Yeah, it's know? different than he. He's it's, actually seen it, which is funny. We've had Frank Stallone on the show. Oh, really? And it's really cool to because some people like impressions, some people don't like. And what, why did you find that Stallone, that particular Stallone? You uh, just started doing it, and then you yeah, have, just you know, it's like really like the punchy Stallone, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's just really yeah. stupid. He's like confident, yeah, yeah, confident, but stupid. super sincere. Confident oh, yeah. stupidity, confident yeah. stupidity. You know, I just did like a, I don't do. He like makes little movies, and the last one, which got demonetized, everything gets demonetized that I put out. But he's like doing a documentary on nine eleven, but it oh, was yeah. like. The day we got 9 11. Yeah, that's it. The first building got 9 11. What about this? Kyle and I joke about like if he goes on dates or, you know, we're obviously both older than our twilight years. Mature. Back now. Mature. And when we're out, I remember I was with uh, said Rick, our friend. All my friends are my age. So if we, were in, we were in Las Vegas and we mm-hmm. sat at this booth and this girl came. She was our hostess. So they like to blab and then the uh, like manager sends her, go talk to those guys. So yeah. she just sits with us, but no, no one invites her. She just sits there. She's 21. She's like, hey guys, so <laughs> beer in Vegas. I'm like, yeah, that's a safe bet. And then, uh, and then she doesn't have much to say. And so she goes, where are you staying? We're like, oh, at the Mirage. And she goes, oh, fun. That's the one that's got a big fountain. You know, she doesn't know anything. And then my buddy goes, you know, I was there when they built the Mirage. I was there opening night. And she's like, huh? I go, Rick, quit advertising how fucking old we are. Like, built the Mirage. She doesn't even know that it was ever built. She goes, what? And he goes, yeah. And I go, oh, yeah. And we were at, uh, we were, she, he goes, remember the dunes before they blew it up? I go, Rick. Oh. It's getting worse. I go. The monkeys like, were yeah. better than the bees. Uh-huh. Yeah, he goes. Ah. I go. We were at Joey Bishop's 40th at the Dunes. Were you there? No, I'm 21 years old, and that was 200 yeah. years ago. And 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 I, we just got to be careful because you've said it before. You slip and say something like, uh, "I've got buddies who are like, yeah. uh, you know, do you use compression socks?" And she's like, "Huh." Yeah. And I'm like, why are you talking about the oldest things in the world? Socks. I even feel old. I go, you don't wear that. And he goes, yeah. And then my other friend's like, uh, 
when I, if I have like soreness and she goes, I know my arm hurt yesterday. And he's like, oh, do you think it's arthritis? I go, what? Like, what? It's not arthritis. She's 21. Quit saying the oldest sickeningest words that even I'm at your table going, beat it, old man. Yeah, he's not good for you. No, what's, it's just what's young, young people. Not what's young shtick, though? What would you say to no, a you're younger? No, like, I, oh. I love, I love <laughs> No, there's no conversation. Yeah. It's just yeah. she was doing her job to say hi. But this happens a lot when fans or some or just anyone comes up and says hi and then we just catch ourselves having it's just too old you're right just re- references the old vibe. I, it is hard i the, my last date that i had i don't go on many dates because of what happens in on them and she <laughs> says to me um well you're a little long in the tooth <laughs> and i don't think we were talking about age or anything and I thought we had a yeah, and never heard from. Yes, that's how it started. We were talking about that. Long in the they, tooth, long in the tooth, long in the tooth. That's that makes her seem old. That's an old fashioned. That is maybe old. she was sixty two <laughs> with a nice with lift. Long the, yeah, I went. Yeah, my dating's not been. I went on a date where the uh, girl was. Um, she showed up different than what her picture was. Just say that very different. Just say different. Yeah, mm-hmm. different. And she gets in the car and um, she gets nauseous and. Every five minutes, we're pulling over for her to drool out of the car. And then she takes off her shoe and starts rubbing her bare foot, like crossed over. Anyway, it's been going well. So anyway, about SNL. No, I just want to answer one. I knew a guy went on a Tinder date with this woman. And uh, she'd never, she was, I guess she didn't have a lot of money, but they took her to her sushi restaurant. And she just kept saying, I want to stab it. I want to stab it. So she had, she had a fork. She was just stabbing yeah. the sushi. What do you mean? Just a little piece of sushi? Yeah. I want to stab it. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. Now, you're out there. You have acres and acres, hundreds of acres. All you have to do is water <laughs> and mow, and they'll do the rest. No. Weed control, which you hate. Fertilization. Mm-hmm. Aer- aeration. Can't stand it among others. They'll do all that. So you can do literally anything else. Dana's out there like Yellowstone. You have better things to do in your free time. I know you do. You don't want to focus on lawn care. True green is too good to be true, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. But it is true. Right, David? Because yeah. you're going to have more time to do yeah, things that you want to focus on. All the hard work and it gets yeah. you to a great lawn. That's what you want. You take care of everything else you got to do in your life. You're very busy. Let True Green take care of this one thing. Get it off your plate. You know what? I do have some space. I want to put some grass down. Some I, I might. I'll, I'll, talk, I'll call you later, talk, True Green. Talk to True Green. <laughs> Where can listeners mm-hmm. purchase or learn more? You go to TrueGreen.com. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. You can trust True Green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. Whoa. They offer a satisfaction guaranteed, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. That is such a cool thing. Good job, True Green. You're nailing it. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just house or property. It's the location and the neighborhood. Yes, exactly. 
This is really, really a smart uh, thing. If you have kids, it's also schools, regards to homes, nearby parks, transportation mm-hmm. options. That's why homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. Yeah, and when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, Mm -hmm. student-to-teacher ratio. This is stuff you need. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. That's right. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place, homes.com. We've done your homework. I'll tell you one last story of when my waiter, who's German... I got, I was, there was a picture of me kissing a girl in a pool that was secretly taken or whatever, but it was kind of all over the place because it just yeah. was a weird match of people, me and her. Actually, it was just weird because she was cute and I'm gross. <laughs> that was her friend. That's really the headline. Mm-hmm. And so my waiter goes, <laughs> Not according hey. to Daily Mail. So it's been definitely very weird. You know, like I obviously am aware of it and it's weird. And then about a week later, the guy goes, hey, he knows me. Yeah. How was your uh, vacation, huh? I go, okay. And he goes, ah, a little pool party, huh? Uh-huh. I go, yeah. He goes, ah, a little fun in the sun, huh? <laughs> I go, yeah. And he goes, yeah. yeah. I saw uh-huh. pictures of you kissing a girl. I go, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. He goes, oh, why, why do they make you so fat in that? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, you get out of the pool. It's like, I didn't know you were kind of fat, yeah. but why do you want that picture? I go, I don't want that. What are you we talking about? I go, that's what a paparazzi is. They take a hundred yeah. pictures of you and find the grossest one. And then they go, they got a jeweler's loop and they go, he looks fat and gross here. We got a winner. Yeah. Run with it. And then someone runs into the press room. But he goes, no, I wouldn't pick. The-. He doesn't get it. Yeah. He goes, no, I wouldn't pick that one because, you know, you look kind of fat and you, well, you want to look good. I go, why aren't you listening? You don't understand what I'm saying. He goes, no. We need to get these. <laughs> we need to get a lot of people out of your life. No, that guy, he's all right. Let's put on Speedos. The three Everyone just makes... Go to the beach. I'm an easy Promenade target. around the and then beach. run to a, run to the web and see if Daily Mail... Mm-hmm. All right, SNL audition. That's all. SNL audition, okay. At guess. this so, point, let's just say you're a seasoned stand-up and you probably do pretty much any accent and at least 50 Have you done any Schumer's show yet at this point? You've done any of that stuff, writing? No, I had done Cedric, which was a sketch show, but I never Mm -hmm. worked on any, there was no reason to really work on any uh, impressions or characters because I wasn't doing it on YouTube and Mm -hmm. there was no money in doing it. Right. I was doing stand-up and doing Yeah, you do just straight stand-up. Yeah, just doing straight stand-up. Extremely funny as well. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I um, always Look feel up, like kids. square peg into doing stand up. Like I'm trying to do scenes and stand up. That was the same with me. Yeah, I was always. Yeah. I didn't realize that till later. Mm-hmm. No wonder it was difficult in a honky tonk bar. Mm-hmm. Show us your dick. You know. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, I am a yeah. French waiter. <laughs> now I'm trying to. Yeah. Pour, you know, so. Yeah. I so what I did was I just made a random tape of impressions and sent it in, not even thinking, because I SNL. nothing was going yeah. on. And I was broke. And somehow they were like, flew me out and decided that I would audition. And it wow. felt like way too big suddenly. It was like the next day I was flying out and I'm trying to write the thing and I'm really, really nervous. And I'm in a hotel for two days just running it. And you got like, here's my six minutes or whatever. 
trying to get it correctly on time, which is the wrong, you know, yeah. mind, I'm like, I know I'm in the wrong mind frame. And I get there and it's, it was 30 of us. And it was Nick. 30? Yes, 30 people. Nick Roll was there. Okay. And he was talking about that. Yeah. And he was with John Mulaney, who looked really young. I was like, hey, how old? How old? I'm like, do I know you? He's like, no, I'm five. I'm this many. So I was like, this guy's not going to make it. That's, I've never heard of John Mulaney. Let me, yeah. let me absorb that. Yeah. I'm five. He, he, he made jokes about how young. He does. He he, and he looked real, really young. Crazy for the long high school. So senior. he's auditioning yeah. too. So you got. He's, he's auditioning. Isn't this really the same good night as our day as yeah. Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Okay. And, 30 uh, people. 30, 30 so people. That's a death march. And I'm just like white knuckling and I'm just like, please not first. I just want to go first. Yeah. You know, let someone else so you can figure hear. Can this you out. hear? Uh, no. Was this in 8H? I think people could actually. I. No, we were in the Conan studio because they were oh, doing the Olympics. A. Yeah, six four Rockefeller Center. Mm -hmm. Got you. But they're like, first up is Kyle Dunnigan. Oh. And I was like, out of thirty? Yeah, I know. That's what are the odds of that? Three percent odds? Three point three percent odds? So I went into the. You can do this. Hey, you got you, this. You got this, buddy. Right. But um, I'm having trouble. He didn't have this. <laughs> Go ahead. Spoiler. So they're miking me up which is nerve wracking in himself when someone's miking you. And the camera guy's like, I'm going to count you in three, two, one. You're right. I'm getting nervous. Stuff. This is so yeah. well told. Crew guys have too much power the to mic ruin thing that. and all the, the okay, mic. kid, yeah. is that good for you? Do you like it right And they're there? not nervous at all. And Where do you want your radio pack? Like, you want it right in your pocket? Yeah, yeah, it's all exactly. these questions you don't want to think about. Like, yeah. So he goes, I'm going to count you right in your stuff. Three, two, one, you'll write in your stuff. So he said to me, my stuff. So I had that locked in my head. So I walk out and the camera's in front of me and Lauren and everybody are to the left and I'm just staring at the camera. <laughs> oh no, Sick. any applause at all? No, just silence. Nothing's happening. You just walk out. <laughs> Nothing's, happening. Nothing's okay. happening. And then Lauren goes, hello? Like, hello, say hello to us, we're over here. And I go, oh, hello, hi, hi. And I turn back to the camera and more dead silence. And he's, the guy's not counting me in, you know? And then Lauren says something. I'm already on thin ice, and that's just crushed me through the ice into the water. He goes, "Are you okay?" Whoa! And then I start trying to say, tell him the guy. I go, "Well, he said three, two. He knows he's about to get tattled on, so he counts me in when the red light goes on, and I'm just uh, destroyed. Uh, uh, I I can't get to any facility or impression." My brain's like, look, all hands on deck to make this guy pass out. Drop the bill bar. We're not doing any of that. We're just oh going to breathe. You know, Caitlin, or, or, you know, whatever. She wasn't alive. She wasn't alive. She wasn't. Anyway. Um, that made no sense. So I can't even. They brought a piano out for me. I can't play the piano. Like, I'm just plunking on it. What is wrong with you? And every impression sounds the same. I'm like, this is Chris Hansen. I'm Chris Hansen. This is blah, blah. And I'm sort of outside myself. And then I walk out like I just got beat up. And then the producers go to everybody else. Guys, when you go out there, say hi to Lauren, okay? Oh. And so everyone after uh, me So how was not like, to do hi. it. Hi. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And be funny. Uh, it's fine. How many were out fine. there? There's Lauren, was like 10 people? There's probably 10 people. And they yeah. were sort of to your left and the camera mm -hmm. was center? Yeah, I didn't know so where to look. play. Yeah, I didn't know where, yeah. I don't know if it was good to them or the camera, but the camera guy, it seemed like that was the thing to do. Yeah. But- uh, what, what was your Bill Maher there? Okay, people. <laughs> Do you think you're one of those people? 
Who's well, gonna, let's, let's hear Bill Maher. Yeah, no, keep I going. Mean, I love th- it. And no one, does anyone else do him? I don't think. Uh, your, to me, your hook was the okay. Okay, people. Yeah. Yeah, okay. people. And whiny, okay. whiny, whiny. You think you're do you this really and that. think you don't? You're wrong, church lady. Do you think there's a magic man in the sky? There's not. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. It's sustaining the okay. Yeah, yeah. Eve was a pig. She was made out of ribs. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he admonishes his audience yeah. so directly. You think this and you think that. Yeah. Yeah, Everything just... sounds sarcastic. You think you're good. I bet even if he was trying to be sincere. I'm there we go. S- yeah, I'm sort of like that where people think I'm not I'm sincere. I'm like Him 000%. ordering frozen yogurt. Yeah. I'll have the rum raisin because it's delicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the go-gurt. What I'll impressions did you do go. on SNL audition? Yeah. The attempted. I... You had... I did Chris Hansen was big at the time. You How know, does he the guy go? Can you like, do him now? You're not nervous uh, now? Yeah, he was the guy from To Catch a Predator. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, he's trying amazing. to have sex with little girls. His screen <laughs> name was, yep, you guessed it, Boner95. <laughs> he was trying to have sex. He does like nine notes in the one word sex. Yeah. He goes, sex. <laughs> yeah, he's girls. so lascivious. Yeah. He's, he's got a new show on yeah. I was watching. It's just, everything is so cryptic. Mm-hmm. And it's you come know. out he's kind of a criminal, sort of, really? which is interesting. Just, quiet. yes. just quietly. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And yeah. what was your one that never failed that you couldn't get to that day with Lauren watching? Oh, I, none of them sounded like any of them. Oh, you really couldn't get in the voice from nerves. I, yeah. yeah, I was so um, shell-shocked. It's almost like if you're afraid of bees and there's bees around you, I, I couldn't even begin to get to uh, what I... My voice. It's really so inefficient, that, this thing. Because I, Steve Carell, when he auditioned for the show I did in 96. Was, yeah. You know, yeah, that was great. He came in and he was really nervous. Yeah. You know, and he wasn't really doing well. But I, I was such a horrible auditioner that later I looked at his tape. Mm-hmm. And of course, Louis and Smigel loved him too. But it was like, oh no, he was just nervous. Didn't yeah. mean a thing to me. It would be yeah. almost you know? better if you put it on tape and sent it in because then you just do it on your own time, your own speed. You get it the best it is. I know. I, I think so. And and I hear that they do try to rattle you. Uh, I know yes. Nick was saying that they, so maybe they do, but they, uh, Lauren, if you're listening, you don't have to. Everyone's really nervous. You're really already really nervous. And I get it's a live show. You better be able to handle it. Mm-hmm. And there's an argument for that. Like I wasn't ready to do that. You know show. what's funny when I don't remember this, but Louis uh, C.K. when he auditioned, I think he auditioned where we did a maybe Catch Rising Star, one of those places, mm-hmm. stand up comedy club, where me and Robbie uh, Schneider did. And and when I was on the other side of it, it mm-hmm. was like, oh, there's auditions tonight. If anybody wants to go, like Marcy would say, you guys. And so Downey, so a bunch of us went down because I was still a writer also and performer. Really had no yep. pull, but. I don't know if it was Lauren, but it was maybe that first one is everybody else. Maybe it's Lauren, but you know, it's still scary. Smigel, Downey, Frank, and you know, all, all of us. And then mm-hmm. a bunch of scattered writers and producers. And then um, Louis said he was going on and we were walking in when they introduced him. And he said, oh. I, I shushed everyone to be quiet so he could start. Oh. I don't remember that, but it sounds about right that you would go, I just did this two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I know how sick he is backstage going, oh no, I got to mm-hmm. go on. And then, 
And then they're like, you're up. They're like, well, they're not here yet. And then they go, ladies and gentlemen. And they go, oh, they're coming in. They're and coming you're like, in. wait, that's exactly like a horrible situation. What do you do? Do you not start your best jokes at the top? No one's listening. Yeah. Everyone's like, I'll get a vodka soda. Do you guys have uh, potato skins? You know, you're like, yeah. no, no, just listen right now. That's the only part you need to hear. Mm-hmm. And then we can do whatever. At one point, Lauren did stop me. I, I got to be seen in a comedy club, but I also did the thing you did. With yeah. like eight people there, is, is that all you've got, or is there, is this, or are you gonna, is that pretty much what he well, said? Yeah, uh-huh. but I, I thought later it was to see if I would blink, mm-hmm. you know. But I, yeah. I had a rough childhood. I know yours was a peaches and cream. It really was. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, so had, I had a lot of anger in me that I would mm-hmm. translate into competitiveness. Like sometimes, That's like good. I had a little bit of, like okay. I saw that audition that you're talking about. Yeah. It's online somewhere, and you were really funny. I remember that, and I remember thinking, "Wow, he's re- that's really tough." You were, you were like, um, I remember there was like a microphone, like, "Oh, penis!" Oh, you started doing Robin Rob Williams. Williams. <clears throat> oh, oh, penis! Oh, penis! Oh, oh, penis. Oh, <laughs> penis. Oh, look. Yeah, really that was funny. an easy one to do. Yeah. I always, I felt like I kind of bombed. I felt very nervous, but you know, part of stand up and show business is hiding nerves, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that's it. Well, because I think his argument is. Well, when it's live to the world, we don't need you freezing up. I I, I, I think that's a legit thing for him to do. It's sort it's of legit. true. I just uh, think that if you if the government mandated that that you you would do Saturday Night Live, you would you would have flourished because you you de- get desensitized. It just takes time. There's all yeah. There's yeah. also once you have a job, some people and I think I'm like that. Once I have a job, I I relax. It's more like they trying to get the job. Or yeah, because really it's yeah. just there's Lauren. This is thing, and I came on. There was just the original cast, and then there's the Billy Crystal, Eddie Murphy years. So there was the legacy was only ten years old. So people coming in now, it's yeah. like 45 years of comedians and pitchers. Yeah, yeah. Here's what you got to compete with. Yeah. You know? I think you saved the show because Thank I, for I that. I love you, Thank Kyle. No, I mean, you. I really, if you think about, Thank that show was dead. Thank I mean, uh, no, you Thank elevated you. it. You saved you. it again. You're the funniest second guy. Time. I you kind of ruined on the air. <laughs> I, it's at the baton, the, yeah. but I was like, here, Adam, here, Chris, here, no, David. Yeah. I can't even argue that Dana was so good on there. I, I mean, want to. Also, that time, I don't remember anyone talking about it. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. was in the cast. In 85, yeah. yeah. We, did you right overlap with him? No, I was right after that Purge year. Weird cast. Where Madonna did the yeah. cold opening, my first show, saying that last year was just a dream. It never happened. Oh, so is they, that what yeah. she did? Yeah, because oh. it was like, yeah, going to... Iron Man for your laughs. He's great, but it, like. But uh, I was nervous Robert as hell, and I had shitty shows, and you know it was yeah. just you do get used to it. But it, it there is an aggression to it. It's a mm. rock and roll show. It's it's like aggressive. It was scary being uh being an extra, and they're like counting down, and all the extras get nervous. I thought I'd really made it or something, and they sent all the extras into the. Um, Donahue room, and they're like, "You stay in here. Donahue, you Donahue, don't yeah. look at the cast in the eye. Yep. We're gonna come in here every twenty minutes and beat you with a stick, and, this, and you could feel like, oh, we're." I remember when Kyle s- came right up to me and he said, "Hey, you accidentally switched me in the booth <laughs> during Gap Girls, yeah. and can you just go ahead and fix yeah. that because it's harder for me to be on camera?" Mm-hmm. Actually, you were in the, one of my favorite Gap Girls ever sketches I ever did. I know it's funny. I have a memory of being there. It's unreal, and that's that was pretty so. You were there as David's. Friend, you were friends the, at that point? No, I didn't know him. Or didn't know him. I was in the booth with him. Yeah. No, um, you were in the booth, not with us, but you were in the booth right on I was camera. With your, with your friend. Oh, with I was my with your buddy. Friend. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. 
Yeah, we just flip flopped sides to the back of my head. I'm sure he iced you once and he was on camera. He oh, said yeah. once Farley sat down, though, his acting mm -hmm. career was 100% over <laughs> because it was funny, funny. Then yeah. Farley shifted or something and he just, it was like an eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. He, Arnold said that about Danny DeVito. You never get Danny, never have him sit down because he loses the energy. You got to keep Danny on his feet. Keep him on his <laughs> feet. You know, you got to pump him up. Yeah. Oh, you, you must do Arnold, of course. Who? A can't little bit. you do? Who do you want to do? Who are your favorites? I can't that you do, do you guys. Did you do anything on Amy Hi, Schumer? No, you do my voice. Hi, I'm, I'm, I have a blank voice. I'm, Hi, I'm Dana Kirby. He has a voice. He has like he yeah, has kind of a something. cool. He has like a throwaway thing that I I start to do and I don't think about it. Doing mm. him throwaway a thing. Can you get to his good... timber though? Because he has kind of a. This is David Spade. Everybody. Yeah. He has kind of a timber it's that's like... a lower register. It's more of a laziness. It's uh, more of a laziness. Because my jaw always hurts. Uh, my neck, so I don't move my mouth. <laughs> you that hurts you down my jaw. Hey, ladies, no, what's up, girls? It's just sexy. Just There's only sexy. one word to describe it. It's, um, it's, it's, when you were on Amy Schumer, you were a uh, writer, and did you? We'll get you out of here soon. I yeah, what's Amy Schumer? Was it a? Was it fun to be a writer on that? Was it a good? You wrote some good sketches. It was pretty much a heyday for her show, right? It was yeah. a big, big show. Big show. Yeah, it was a really good schedule too because we come in and have like really basic pitches. Like this is a guy who owns a hamburger shop, but he's <laughs> afraid of hamburgers or whatever. That'd be your whole pitch. You bring in five. <laughs> and then they go, okay, right, ham scared hamburger guy and this other sketch. And we'd go home for three days and we'd send it in on Thursday. Oh, really? And then on Friday we'd get notes and then we'd fix it. So it's like we lived lives. Oh, you didn't just smart, sit there because then we had soak and sweat stuff. and fear like we did. Mm -hmm. So you got trained to be a sketch writer on that show. They hired uh, you from your stand up, or how did you, or yeah, you just Yeah, she just in? hired me from stand up. So there was no crazy audition with Amy no, there going. No, no. Did you worm your you don't way on? Audition me? I don't know if you've heard what happens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What are you talking about? I we want to trend. We want to. We never trend. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, she's funny, man. Yeah. We would love you to be on the show, Amy. Yeah, did you get on the show? Did you do anything on the show? Yeah, originally it was it was uh, yeah I was uh, yeah I was on a few um, things. Okay, could you have a softer answer? Um, and then um, I was uh, what about stuff? He goes, I was uh, 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 hi, I was on the show. We'll be right back. Right what was the highlight so far then? Because you, I when did you just fucking destroy at a club or some, or a gig that you went okay? Because I've seen some. Uh, I think you were at Toronto Comedy Festival or Montreal, and you're destroying just stand up. And you I, saw me there? No, I saw it on YouTube. Oh, oh. I mean, it was kind of destruction. I I oh, remember really? it. Oh, thanks. Being, you know. Um, yeah, stand up. I have always, you ever destroyed? Or are you not remembering this? Dana said I just destroyed. Yeah, I, I think you must have destroyed because I look at the talent yeah. and then I think of the number of times right. on stage. I mean, what are the odds? <laughs> yeah. He's got to. Uh, you no, but, killed a couple years ago somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to follow you. If we go out on a little no, fun night, David <laughs> likes to hit the clubs. Yeah, hit the it. Girls, yeah, no. And then after, that was Kyle Dunnigan. And now Dana Florfo, the living museum piece. That's what I feel. <laughs> He's your... still alive. Let's bring him out. No, you oh, do. Wow. The longer you stay around you become a museum piece buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around to get a beautiful gift mm -hmm. you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it the tricky part dana as you know yeah figure figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price i hate to say it price yep. matters i mean yeah yep. that's why i recommend for any jewelry purchase you source it from bluenile.com they've been with us for a while yeah Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds, David, and find jewelry at 
prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase. Some of their highest quality stand. They have some of the highest quality standards in the industry. Right, and David, whether you want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet mm-hmm. <laughs> to Sarah Sherman, or <laughs> or, or bring out, or bring out her <laughs> eyes with sapphire and diamond hoop earrings, Blue Nile's jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift. David, they're available twenty four seven by phone or chat to answer technical questions like should i make it a diamond cut or a circle <laughs> those are the technical questions <laughs> i know uh, oval they fit your budget they'll make sure what you want they can fit in your budget yes it's very difficult to buy jewelry for someone because um you know it's it's a subjective thing and the, you'll be guided with the, this company's going to help you make the right choice you give right. them a little information and they'll go Sapphire. It's hard to roll down to your local strip mall and go, yeah, we're a jewelry store and we sell trucker hats. It's like, that's yeah. not what you want. Or sometimes they have a small jewelry kiosk inside a Denny's restaurant and it's like <laughs> they're flipping hot cakes and I'm trying to find my loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. Oh, that's nice. So you can't lose. No, mm-hmm. just in case you got 30 day returns mm-hmm. shop blue nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler go to blue today that's blue this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I followed Seinfeld the other day. Can I get a picture, dude? (laughs) Seinfeld goes, I'm going to go do some new stuff. I go, all right. And I'm like, oh, this is great news. Maybe he'll bomb, you know. You're going to follow Jerry Seinfeld? It was just at the improv. He just came yeah. up and he goes, I'm going to do a set. You want to go on or you want me to go on? I go, why don't you go and then you can get out of here. And uh, We shot the shit for a little bit. He was going to try some stuff. And then when I followed him, I go, um, I think that stuff's working. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's done. He fixed it. It's, yeah. It's not really amateur hour. He's, I, no one works harder than Yeah, him. he's too good. Or Louis as well. But just as far as just writing just oh writing i know and writing Workhorse. yeah, yeah. I, I i did the comedy cellar and it was it was jerry seinfeld went up then robin williams and then chris rock and then i was next this is well that would be a tough after uh, robin died before <laughs> when was this it was just after he died that's a tough spot <laughs> oh. it was a tough spot oh, 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 look. oh, oh look at this oh, little little oh, 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 oh the leprechaun man all right my oh, last story we represent the lollipop no robin was oh the fly i was doing uh, uh, said, the, the improv yes. and the uh they said uh you know i hosted it a lot when i was in the beginning mm-hmm. before snl and all that just to get on stay i mean of course they go Bud would say, huh, David, why don't you, uh, <laughs> Bud do you want to stay in the halls? Yeah. Don't stand in the halls. And he goes, do you want to host one night? It's not about the money. It's the honor. And I was like, right, do I get a pineapple chicken dinner at least? Because I'd have to eat there because I have no money. Yeah. So I was 
Now and then they'd have a showcase night. So they had me do seven minutes for Star Search or, you know, whoever. And I'm standing there waiting. And, and uh, it's a good crowd. It's packed. And I'm next. And the guy's finishing up. He got the light. And then behind me, I hear her. <laughs> Touch her. shoulder, David's face. Yeah. And I go, oh, hey, Robin. I don't know Robin really well at all. I met him through Bobcat. Mm -hmm. And I go, oh, hey. And then it hit me. You're not fucking gonna go on, are you? Mm -hmm. you know? And he goes, "I'm just gonna jump on real quick." I go, "Of course." And then he went on, did 45, mm -hmm. and he annihilated, raped, and pillaged. And then, and while oh. I, I was like a salmon because he walked off, and the whole crowd left with him, and I was trying to get to the stage into the street, yeah, <laughs> like the Pied Piper. Yeah, I was like, "Excuse me, pardon me," like Bugs Bunny. And I finally get the stage. There's about 18 people left uh, out of the whole club, and I and all the people that went to see me left. They're like, "Ah, oh, it's not gonna get any better than that." I had one run-in with Bud where I was the comic strip in New York and I was eating Chinese food and he goes, hey, can I have uh, a little bit of that? And I go, nah. And he goes, what? I don't know who you are, but you'll never work in LA. And who I thought that? he was joking. I thought he was joking back. And he may have been joking. I still don't know this day. But you, you, Who was talking to Bud you? Bud Friedman. Friedman. He runs he was all in the New improvs. York? Yeah, he's oh, a comic okay. strip. Oh. Yeah, I thought we were kind of take it joking, outside. I, I did him really on SNL. It. Didn't take do very well. Take it outside. Take it take outside. And the monocle it kind of bomb, but <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> just for the fans listening, Robin Williams. I got to know him really well the last five, ten years of his life because he oh. moved up to Marin where I was raising my kids. Uh -huh. Played a little local theater. Yeah, this shyest, sweetest. The, the dichotomy yeah. between the powerhouse on stage and to me, it's like Elvis charisma because mm -hmm. he was so introverted, so shy, and so Wonderful. deferential. Called everyone boss. Okay, boss. All yeah, right, boss. boss. And then he would go on stage, and he had such likability. And to me, he was like a Shakespearean actor coming on stage as if he had nothing. So he, he created this whole, because right. he was always saying, oh, did I take anything from you? He was always making amends. I said, no, mm -hmm. I, I tried to be you. Mm -hmm. I stole your whole act. You know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, right, He yeah, walks on a, like he's got nothing, and then he's, even the improv, it's a Rolodex of like, if I think of this, I do have a joke about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. If you say yeah. this. In his commitment, oh, yeah. you know, he'd pick up a little plastic thing. Oh, flying mm -hmm. saucer. You know, <laughs> there was just one time, I think it was Albert Brooks that says that, Robin, it's okay. Because <laughs> when Robin would get on, he couldn't stop himself. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, enough with, enough about Kyle. Let's, um, yeah, Kyle, let's thank start, you let's for coming Let's start the on. podcast. I'm warmed up. Yeah. Kyle did a great job. And uh, Kyle's a guy you got to check out on YouTube. Kyle's done again. Okay. Compliment alert. Good. Yeah. If you like comedy, you yeah. got to go on Kyle Dunnigan YouTube channel. KyleDunnigan.com or dot com. Or, yeah, that's Kyle KyleDunnigan.com. I wear your merch hoodie. And I've sold a couple. Since oh, really? Then. There's a plethora. Good. I love it. And what is your latest favorite voice? Is it Biden? Because he's uh, so current now? Or? Yeah, Alec Biden. Also, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, that's a really yeah. interesting take. Can we have a little bit of, little bit of a, to, to finish off today, our imp little, little impression cavalcade. Mm. Hey, hey, Alec Baldwin, how you doing? Doing well. We're thinking of finishing Rust, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. My wife, <laughs> Ilaria. Ilaria. She was born in Espana in a little town known as Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> well, what does Elon what does Musk kid? think of this? Wait, what's yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty cool, you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ross is probably going to be a pretty, pretty cool movie. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, jukebox. Doesn't, Bob, doesn't Alec Baldwin's wife have another little baby named Ilaria? They're all called Ilaria. <laughs> they all I have 19 children. But it's not an H, it's an I, it's Ilaria. It's Ilaria, and there's Lilaria, and there's Hilaria. <laughs> Hilaria. Hilaria. 
Laudia. Okay. He did a, a Instagram where he went off on, I love my children. Sure, I'd like to be playing poker with a guy sometimes or going to a film or seeing an opera or <laughs> playing golf. or And he listed for 20 minutes. He goes, hundred things you'd rather do. <laughs> What's your Trump? What do, you, what do you do with Trump? So terrific. My Trump, it's the best Trump. <laughs> it's got to be the most fantastical Trump. <laughs> it's really not, but it's like silly. It's like a exaggerated. I, mm. I did him before. Um, before he, he was ran. present yeah. stuff. Um, but it never got better. There's people who do it. Um, that guy on SNL does it really, really He's, well. Yeah. His is, yeah. Yeah. I do trans Trump. Trans Trump. Trans Trump. What is that? What is that like? Don't so ask. Tra- it's the same. <laughs> yeah, don't ask. Oh, okay. Trans Trump. Okay. It's just he's it. trying to get elected for the next 2024. Mm-hmm. Look, we'll just end there. Listen, thank no, you so I, much. Callinga.com. I was going to do Trump, Trump applying ch- chapstick. We're going to put it on. We're going to put a lot of on. Let me tell you, the lips are going to get soft. You're going to love them like you wouldn't believe. He's cherry. Cherry grape. on top. All different flavors. Uh, I like the hand. Ray Liotta, the late flavors, great, brilliant late Ray, Ray Liotta. How do you do Ray Liotta? Fucking oh, Chantix. You know, it was the Chantix commercial. I did a thing where you oh. said, like, uh, <laughs> How about the ch- well, smoke? Yeah, try fucking Nick. Chantix. Why would you want to quit smoking? Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to quit smoking? How? See, it Chantix. works. How would uh, Sylvester Stallone sum up? Oh, I, I hate when people do this yeah. to me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sum up the podcast, Stallone. You first, I like the beginning when everyone said Kyle was funny. Then the beginning <laughs> got a little weird when <laughs> Kyle was talking. Then the end was nice when people said Kyle was funny. <laughs> now, <laughs> That's a good summary. <laughs> All right, everyone Kyle grab a protein bar on the way. Enjoy Thank it. you, Kyle. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank I you, appreciate Kyle. it. Thank you. Bye, guys. Hey, what's up, flies? What's up, fleas? What's up, people that listen? We want to hear from you and your dumb questions. Questions, ask us anything. Anything you want. You can email us at flyonthewall at cadence13.com. Who's the next question from, Dana? Um, let's see here. It's Samantha Washburn. Samantha Washburn. Hmm. I like she goes, here's my dumb question. Funny already. Yeah, she's playing along with how we do it. Uh, do you try to hang out, talk with certain friends before performing or appearing on something to get you in a funny mood? Or do you just spring out of bed every morning and start cracking yourself up with your own jokes? Are there, this just keeps going. Are there people in your life that bring out your funniest version of you? Who? Rack them. I love it. That's a reference for people don't know was almost going to be the title of this podcast. It was David's idea. And it's based on when in pool, when you're a great pool shark, you say rack them. Yeah, you, you hit yeah. the last one in, and you go rack. And you em. get all the, you know, like you just nailed all it. the billiard balls. Going so if you nail it. a joke, you go rack. So em. that's funny. She didn't use it in the perfect sense, but I like that she used it because she started with "Here's my dumb question" and ended with rack them. In yeah. between, not so good. No, it was very good, Samantha. <laughs> she gets it all. Okay, but Sam, these, Sam, Sam, Sam Washburn. So Dana, this is a good question. Now I will say, I do try to surround myself with funny people, even. Uh, I don't say even females, but if I date someone, I like when they're light on their feet or just laughers or fun, nothing too <laughs> serious or heavy because yes. there's enough of that in the world. So Dana makes me laugh. We're having dinner tonight beep, and it beep. makes me laugh. Yeah, we are. Are you going to come late? <laughs> <laughs> is that me? Yeah. Oh, you're so funny because you're the only one that goes to dinner earlier than me, which is shocking. I know. You like to get a big steak and fries and then lay down to go to sleep at night. I like to be kind of empty. I can't sleep. I can't eat and go to sleep. And no, I, go to, I, I have farmer's hours. I poo in my car on the way home. 
I Jeez, you're in sharing. My car. <laughs> I thought that was a private thing you wanted to tell me, and now it's beamed out. Of I me. like when I get a little gross, and Dana goes, "Oh boy." Okay, so let's get back to this. Who? Does, what, you, Dana's wife is very funny, and she's exactly that. She's light well, on her feet. She has an incredible sense of humor. Yeah. That she's a human laugh machine, but it's real. Um, so it's good, yeah, it puts good me in a good mood when I go to Dana's and she's there. She laughs. She's mm-hmm. funny. She adds funny things, and she just gets all the whole thing. And uh, she just just like talking to other comedians. And mm-hmm. I do like being around people like that. I don't wake up cracking up, but sometimes I do laugh. By yourself? Yeah. What do you, yeah? Isn't it embarrassing? That's healthy. But there's two things here. There's one is before performing. I don't think the only thing that gets me turned on <laughs> is yeah. when I go out to an audience and I get a big laugh. And then I'm immediately it's into fun, yeah. the mode of being funny. In life, though, hanging out with you or Lovitz or Dennis Miller or any of our rowdy friends. Yeah. Uh, they a funny person starts making you laugh, and then you kind of bounce back. So that's right. some people out. just drop drop your energy. They don't have to be hilarious, but some people are just almost the opposite. Like for some reason, you walk away feeling woozy, or you just feel like in a bad mood, or you're kind of down, and that's just chemistry thing. Um, so yeah. Anyway, long story short, rack them. This has been a podcast presentation of Cadence Thirteen. Please listen, then rate, review, and follow all episodes. Available now for free wherever you get your podcast. No joke, folks. Fly on the Wall has been a presentation of Cadence 13. Executive produced by Dana Carvey and David Spade, Chris Corcoran of Cadence 13, and Charlie Finan of Brillstein Entertainment. The show's lead producer is Greg Holtzman with production and engineering support from Serena Regan and Chris Basil of Cadence 13. 